Hey guys, what's up? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and today we're going to talk about the scariest thing we're going to face later in life, and it's not dying. Let's do this. So here's the deal. How do people like us who are in our second 50 years of life and don't buy into the garbage that getting older means getting weaker and being less active? How do we age in a way that we can feel proud of? get stronger every year, and be in better shape than people half our age? That's the question. And this podcast is going to help us with the answers. My name is Coach Ken, and welcome to Second 50 Strong. What's up, guys? This is Coach Ken at Second 50 Strong, and I'm tired. (laughs) I've uh, tried to commit to some serious action plans to get second 50 strong slowly, gradually, eventually off the ground. You know, it's like a giant bomber plane that's moving down the tarmac, getting ready to start to take off. But uh, I'm trying to do two podcasts a week and post two blog posts a week and reading as much as I can, learning as much as I can. And, you know, I'm still trying to be a good husband, trying to be a good vet dad. I got four kids working out. I'm doing the second 50 strong weight training program. And oh yeah, I got a job, you know, (laughs) full-time job. So a lot going on and I'm tired. So thank God right now, nobody's listening to this. Nobody's reading my blogs because it's all so new and I'm sucking so bad at it. I don't even care because no one's even there to listen. So that's actually quite perfect. You know, trying to, there's no wrestling going on right now which uh, is a giant hole in my heart, actually, and and a major, major, major loss to my kids and the family right now. There's no jujitsu for my daughter. But the good news is, uh, so that frees me up some time, but we're also, the good news is we're fixing up the house that we have totally neglected as we travel around the country wrestling and coaching all the time. And so uh, since everything has been canceled, actually, this weekend coming up is youth was <laughs> youth nationals when I would be taking my 11 year old to Wisconsin and we live in Maine, right? So we were ready to every year. The last year it was in Wisconsin, two years before then it was in Atlanta, Georgia for a while and uh, take the national team out to Wisconsin and watch these kids duke it out for a national ranking and a chance to be all American and it's not happening this year. So it's just a bummer, just a huge, huge bummer. But like I said, we're you know, fixing clapboards and fixing gutters, planting grass, uh, all of that stuff, because we're, we're not going crazy going everywhere. So good and bad. Everything's good and bad. So today I want to talk about just about the scariest thing I see that happens to us uh, in our last decade of life. And it's not death. I'm here to tell you, I don't want to get all brave heart on everybody when, you know, he said, not every man lives, not every man dies, but not every man lives. But, you know, there's there's really some truth to that. And what I see is the scariest thing is people living an absolute meaningless life uh, with no purpose and very little to self-identify with in their last decade or so of life. And I see it every day. And I'm bringing it up now because it's something that happened yesterday at work, but I can't tell you that story due to HIPAA, HIPAA's health insurance information portability, something, not insurance, health information portability protection act. So 
the stories I tell you are over a decade old because this has been going on forever, right? I've been PT for 26 years and uh, it's the same stories over and over and over again. Years ago, years ago, I worked with a woman who lived in assisted living, which is basically a kind of like independent living, but you need help with your medications and you know, some things here and there, they have a certain criteria of what you have to be able to do by yourself in order to live there. You know, this is basically the first step some people go to if they're lucky once their family and medicine decides they're not safe enough to live in their own home anymore because I've never seen anyone decide for themselves that they're not safe enough to live in their homes anymore. Everyone grabs and fights onto that with every breath that they've got. So it typically gets taken from them either from their children or, uh, we talked about this in a previous podcast, the clinical meeting that your nurses and doctors and everyone will have when they decide they have to quote unquote place you because you're not safe anymore. So she was placed in assisted living, but she had to be able to walk 300 feet three times a day from her room to the dining room. And she could not be assisted with that. She had a lot of medical issues and physical issues, and we were, they would only hold her room for 30 days. And she just wasn't getting there. She had a lot going on. And she started to realize, oh my God, I'm gonna go into a nursing home. Like I'm losing my home. I'm losing the little amount of independence I have left is going to be gone. And it was so sad to watch her realize that basically, besides living and breathing, the rest of her life was being going to be taken away. And it was such a, I almost cried with her a couple of times, how sad it was. And she started telling me all the time, don't get old, don't get old. It's horrible to get old. And, you know, I got a a whole nother idea on that. I'm not going to get into it now because then we'll get way off track, but I don't believe in don't get old, you know, but anyway, um, So finally I had to ask her because it was just killing me. You know, I said, because I've been thinking about doing this second 50 strong thing for quite a while because it's just the need of it is so great. And I finally asked her and I said, did you ever work out? Did you ever exercise in your 50s and 60s? And she looked away for a second and she said, no, I, I didn't. And I had to ask again. I said, why not? Why didn't you? And she said, I never thought about it. And you know what, guys? That's it. That's the problem. Not enough people are thinking about it. And that's why I'm staying so busy with podcasts and blogging and learning as much as I can and doing everything I can because people aren't thinking about it. You, you know, We're not in our uh, 50s and 60s. And what's going to happen is it's going to end up giving us a meaningless life in our last decade, and for some unfortunate people, last two decades of life where you're sitting around doing nothing that you used to self-identify with, which is really, really sad. So I'm realizing more now my role is, I, you know, I don't have to invent these weight training programs because there are way smarter people out there that have done all of this already. You know, I might have said this earlier, I am a unashamed, an unashamed Mark Ripitol fan. Starting Strength, startingstrength.com, fantastic. Very, 
very scant few little things he says I disagree with, you know, and I've been a PT for 26 years and he hates physical therapists and he hates most doctors and he'd probably hate me if I ever met him, but I just keep agreeing with everything he says. If you want to look up the basics of how uh, Second 50 Strong is going to be oriented with our strength training program, a lot of it comes from Mark Ripito and Starting Strength, Jim Wendler and his 531 program. I love his 531 program. You know, uh, check him out. Like I said earlier, he swears a lot in his books. So don't hand it off to your kids if you've got, you know, teenagers, if you don't want them swearing. But uh, they're fantastic. His programming, I love. I love it. So I don't need to invent any of that. That's all been done by people who are way better at this than I am. What I need to do is get people excited about it and get people thinking about getting strong, staying strong, you know, being the new breed of aging. You know, I, I, that popped into my head the other day and I love it because I think that's the case, you know, strong backs, straight spines, strong muscles, you know, confident faces uh, in our 60s, 70s, 80s years and beyond. That is just what I envision with this new, sorry, with this new breed of aging. So that's my role. And I want you guys to realize that you don't think about <laughs> dying because that's not the worst of it. Death is not the worst thing that's going to happen to you. Living a miserable, meaningless life with no purpose, which I see all the time, even in home health. I'm not just talking about nursing homes. You know, people say, oh, there's only 2.2 million adults in nursing homes in America, which is a fair amount of people. But I did home health for years and I've seen people sit in their homes and do nothing. And they think God had support from their kids and from the neighbors that they didn't have to leave their houses right away. But they watched TV all day and did nothing day after day after day. So that's what you got to be afraid of, guys. That's what we need to be afraid of. And don't feel bad that you haven't exercised yet. Don't feel bad that you might not have put as, as much thought or effort into how the last two decades of your life are going to be because... I don't find a lot of people out there talking about this. And if I, and if they are out there, well, then I guess I'm a big dummy because I don't know where they are, you know? So that's my job is to try and get you guys excited about running and jumping and playing with your grandkids and rolling around in the grass and getting back up and feeling pretty fine about it as you're 75 years old. But the sooner we start, the better. So you all can do this. This is something everyone can do. The program that I'm creating is simple, it's safe, and it's short. And who can't do that? You know, and we're going to get into a lot of this over time as this is going to take an extremely long time, I'm realizing, to get off the ground. And that's all right because nothing, nothing good is easy. You know, and thank God I've got my, my wrestling morals and my wrestling brain in my head to know that hard work is good and uh, laziness sucks and uh, don't complain. So I'm up for it. I'm up for the challenge and I'm going to suffer in silence and get this done. Not total silence because I'm podcasting, but uh, and get this done. So just don't worry that you haven't thought about it yet. It's never too late. And when you do start thinking about it and start doing something about it, the changes you're going to feel are going to be miraculous. I'm telling you they are. They're going to be fantastic. So it doesn't suck to get old if you don't let it suck. And I'm going over a major construction bumpy road, so I don't know how much of the bumps you can hear right now, I'm sorry. 
but it doesn't suck to get old. And I know you guys can do this. Um, I've seen it. And you can certainly do it. So this is Coach Ken. Get strong as hell. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Want to learn more on how to turn aging upside down? Go to second50strong.com. That's 2ND50strong. There we'll cover the ins and outs and ups and downs and how to live an active, energetic life that will make the 20-somethings jealous. This is Coach Ken, and I'll see you there. And please don't forget to rate this podcast and share it with the people you want to kick butt with.